Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, we take up the changeling. Compliance, the final frontier. Tom Fox is the voyager of Trekking Through Compliance. His mission? To explore the original series and seek out and share what it can teach you about compliance. Here's your host, Tom Fox. In this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, we consider the episode The Changeling, which aired on September 29th, 1967. Star, occurred on Stardate 3451.9. Story synopsis. When the Enterprise investigates a distress call from the planet Mullor, Spock reports sensors detect no life forms. There is no word even from Dr. Manway, the head of the Federation science team on the planet, who has his own transmitter. The Enterprise shields pop up automatically when it encounters a one-meter-long, 500-kilogram cylinder which attacks the Enterprise with energy bolts having the strength of 90 photon torpedoes. Kirk torpedoes the object, but the energy is simply absorbed by the target. Kirk then transmits a message to the object, and it stops firing, requests communications, and allows itself to be beamed aboard the Enterprise. The probe identifies itself as Nomad and refers to Kirk as the Creator. Checking records, Spock finds that a Nomad probe was indeed launched to explore the far reaches of the galaxy and seek out new life. Apparently, Nomad believes that Kirk is Jackson Roy Kirk, the original creator of Nomad. Nomad insists, however, that its mission is to destroy that which is not perfect, including all biological infestations. Kirk leaves Lieutenant Singh in charge of Nomad. When it hears Uhura singing over the intercom, it slips away to seek her out. Upon finding her still singing, Nomad questions her as to what form of communication she was practicing. When she replies music, Nomad erases her mind, calling her a mass of conflicting impulses. When Scotty tries to intervene, Nomad kills him. When Kirk is displeased, Nomad offers to repair the unit Scott, claiming that it was only acting in self-defense. Kirk then asks Nomad to repair Uhura, which it claims, which Nomad rather, claims it cannot since it has erased her memory banks. Nurse Chapel therefore begins re-educating her on how to read and reports that she can be back on the job within a week, which doesn't speak too favorably of the training required of a Federation communications officer. Kirk then tells Nomad to accompany two security guards to a waiting area. Spock attempts to study Nomad, but... It only lowers its shield when Kirk explicitly tells it to do so. However, Spock is not able to learn full details from the scan and therefore results, resorts rather to the Vulcan mind meld. How the analog to digital conversion is performed is frankly not explained in the episode. Nevertheless, Spock is able to do so. Spock discovers that Nomad collided with an alien called Tanru designed to obtain and sterilize soil samples from other planets and was severely damaged. 
Some of its memory was lost, and it subsumed Tanru's directive, interpreting it to mean sterilization of imperfections. Spock is shaken by the experience, and Kirk is forced to pull him away and tell Nomad to stop communicating. Kirk again confines Nomad to his cell, but Nomad waltzes right through the security field and kills two security guards when they attempt to stop him, or it rather, with phaser fire. Nomad then makes its way to the engine room where it improves the efficiency of the engines by 50% by increasing the matter-antimatter reaction rate. Kirk orders Nomad to reverse the changes to the anti-matter reactor as the Enterprise cannot stand the stress. Kirk confronts Nomad, telling him that the contempt of the biological units is illogical since its creator is a biological unit. Kirk attempts to probe get the probe to return to the holding cell, but it kills two security guards sent to accompany it and heads to sickbay. There it examines Kirk medical records, attacking Nurse Chapel when she tries to stop him. It then shuts down life support systems throughout the ship in order to destroy the imperfect units aboard it without destroying the Enterprise. Kirk gets Nomad to admit it must sterilize everything which is in error. Kirk defeats Nomad by showing it its own imperfections, as Nomad thought James T. Kirk was Jackson Roy Kirk and did not discover its mistake and therefore did not exercise its prime function by eliminating himself because it is imperfect. While attempting to analyze the situation, Nomad is beamed into space and is caught in a logic loop while attempting to analyze its errors and finally self-destructs in order to sterilize its own imperfections. So what's a fun fact about this episode? Well, Nichelle Nichols, the actress who played Aurora, got into a dispute with actor director Mark Daniels over the filming of this episode. It had already been established that Ura's, Ura's first language was Swahili, and Nichols believed after her mind was erased, Ura would revert to her first language. However, as Nichols herself did not speak Swahili, Daniels did not want her to do so and wanted her to only speak English. Nichols refused to, telling Daniels, Nichelle Nichols doesn't speak Swahili, but Uhura does. Gene Roddenberry was eventually brought in to settle the dispute, and he sided with Nichols. A linguist specializing in Swahili was then brought in to write a few lines of Swahili that are spoken by Uhura in this episode. Obviously, with Star Trek, the original series, science fiction is front and center, but I love the combination of the two probes, um, both Nomad and Tyran to form the third entity, which, of course, becomes the subject of this episode, The Changeling. And it really, uh, I think, presents a couple of contemporary messages that I want to talk about in addition to the compliance takeaways. I'm going to talk about listening in uh, the compliance takeaways, but I have been thinking about that subject a lot particularly around Howard Schultz and his return to Starbucks. The first thing he did was go on a listening tour to listen to employees and the criticisms, critiques, and complaints they had about the change in Starbucks brought on largely by the pandemic when Starbucks became not a destination stop, but simply a uh, service window where you would order your coffee and pick it up to go. That has dramatically changed uh, over the last couple of months, but Starbucks has not changed. And if you go into a Starbucks now, uh, it is not a friendly, it is not welcoming. It's still set up to do drive-throughs, and they're doing a killer business with drive-throughs. 
but um, the employees are now being graded uh, and evaluated the way they were pre-pandemic. So uh, listening can be an important part of uh, everything in a um, compliance program and indeed in a corporation. And I hope you will think about that when you take a look at this episode and listen to this podcast. So what are the compliance um, lessons from this? Well, one is on leadership, and I think a key lesson is listening. And that's Kirk listens in this episode. He listens to Nomad, he listens to Spock, and he listens to Scotty. All of these are critical in not only assessing the situation, but also formulating an action plan to move forward. Uh, If you uh, listen to any uh, thing on leadership, read anything on leadership, you know the first thing they talk about is listening as a key component of leadership. Next, what is your procedure for updating your policies and procedures? I thought about this in the context of Nomad and its journey. So what do you do? How often do you look at updating your policies and procedures? So take a look at that uh, as well and probably call Eric Kaufman. And finally, how often do you perform a risk assessment? Uh, do you perform one annually? Do you perform uh, co- continuous monitoring? Do you perform it on a triennial basis? But how often do you perform a risk assessment in view of the changing risk nature of your business? Join us tomorrow when we take up the great episode, Mirror, Mirror. If you enjoyed this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, you can help it grow by sharing it with the biggest Trek fan you know. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.